Greetings, members, and welcome back to the White Spring. As always, I am the Operative. Today, we take a break from the harrowing journeys our characters normally find themselves in, and celebrate the fun of Halloween in our own very special way. So grab some candy, and maybe a spirit or two, and join us for this very special Halloween episode of the Modus Files that we call Jesse Desi Blaine. Jesse Desi Blaine, you're insane. Your speech camp self nonsense. Jesse Desi Blaine, it's quite plain, but food is just a pretense. Come on, Jesse Blaine. Don't complain, it's probably not a death clock. We saw the Muckman here, so won't you fear from cultists with some chainsaws? You know we got a daily up to clear, so Jesse Blaine take villains for a loop. Don't get spooked. And Jesse Blaine, if you catch boots, you're gonna have yourself a quantum nuke. That's no clue. Jesse, Jesse Blaine, don't refrain. Nobody can outmatch you. We'll be glad you came, Jesse Blaine, and so will Appalachia. The rain had been pouring heavily for what seemed all night. Refusing to let up its relentless downpour, the heavily modified golf cart with the words government machine painted on it continued over the winding Appalachian Pass, despite the seemingly pointed efforts of the storm to stop them. All right, gang. I know we've been traveling for a while and we're all getting hungry. Not just hungry, we're starved. Yeah, starving. Like I haven't been this hungry since that Mr. Handy ruined my birthday cake. We calculate the likelihood of you two having reached starvation level hunger in our time traveling is non-existent. What do you know? You don't even have a stomach. All right, you two, that's enough. We're all getting hungry, wet, and cold. We'll just have to tough it out for a while. This storm isn't helping, and we've never been in this part of Appalachia before. Val, what's that? It looks like... Up ahead, and in spite of the rain, a small building with a bright neon sign shone from the side of the road. It seemed like an oasis of warmth and food in the torrential rain, and Valeria slowed the golf cart as they approached. A diner? Hmm... Red's eaten run. Oh, you gotta stop, Val. Come on. Colonel, we are already delayed. Significantly. Perhaps a stop would not be a bad idea. Golly, Val, please. I'm hungry too, you know. Fine. I suppose the rain is already bad enough, and we do need to eat and recharge. The group exited the now parked golf cart and rushed to get inside of the lit building glad to be finally out of the storm. As they entered the warm and dry diner, they didn't notice a shadow across a brush behind them and a low growl follow it. As they entered the diner, they were grateful for the dry air and the warmth. A man sat at the counter, eagerly tearing into what looked like a plate of sausages. Through the window to the kitchen, they could see a dangerous-looking woman with short hair and bloodstains all over her white apron. She looked up and narrowed her eyes at the group that they walked in. Red. Customers. More idiots coming in out of the rain. Zoinks! Not exactly the friendliest of staff, huh, Jesse? Rikes! Slender woman with brilliant red hair came hurrying out of the back, a warm grin on her face and her arms wide in greeting. Oh, y'all don't mind her none. Lil just gets cranky when she's hungry. I'm always hungry. Charming. 
Yeah, you could say that again. Oh, she's just playing around. Honest. Y'all come with me, darlings. We'll get you right and proper fed and dry. Welcome to the Eaton Run. I'll miss Red. Thank you, Miss Red. We were glad to see your diner open. We're unfamiliar with the area, and this storm took us by surprise. Red led them to a booth and had them sit down. Despite the gruff demeanor of the cook, the atmosphere was cozy, and the smells from the kitchen were enticing. Can I get y'all something to drink while I come back with menus? Water? Tea? Moonshine? Did you say moonshine? Hmm. Rah, rah, moonshine. <laughs> that would be inadvisable for our current travel plans. I agree. We'll take water and tea for everyone. No moonshine, though, thank you. Aww. Suit yourself, darling. I'll be right back with some menus for y'all. You guys should try the sausages in the special. They're amazing. Don't eat the special. He didn't listen and he'll be sorry. You should have all stayed on the road if you knew what was good for you. The beast is stalking tonight. <laughs> the beast? Beast? Aye, the beast. It hungers relentlessly and comes with the rain to- Oh no! I gotta get out of here! They were all interrupted as the light suddenly went out. There were sounds of multiple hurried footsteps and doors opening and closing in the storm. As the group wondered what was going on, they heard a blood-curdling scream from the man that had been at the counter. I don't think that was him seeing his bill. What in tarnation is going on? That damn generator's acting up again. It's the beast. I know it is. Not the beast. I don't want the beast. You know what? I'm not hungry anymore. Let's just go brave the rain. Rah, rah, rot hungry. The light suddenly came back on, and the man at the counter was gone. Lane cowardly jumped into Stein's arms as they noticed this. Stein! Stein! He's gone! Look! Soinks! The beast must have gotten him. I told you, the beast was on the prowl. Oh, you hush. Ain't no one believed in that legend for years. Valeria watched the conversations and finally raised her arms calmly, intent on keeping everyone focused. Okay, okay. This storm has everyone worked up and a faulty generator isn't helping. I'm sure there's a perfectly reasonable explanation for what's going on. We concur with Valeria. The other patron was obviously disturbed by the cook's warnings. It is likely the door we heard was him running away in terror. See, Stan and Jesse? Bow and Modus are right. There's no dangerous beast. Just someone who's more cowardly than you two. Stein put Jesse down and chuckled nervously, his face flushing red. Yeah, I guess you're right. Huh, Jesse? There's no such thing as a scary beast hunting in the rain. Yeah, we're so coward. <laughs> You'll see. You'll all see. The beast will come and get you. Red eyes in the night. Red eyes. I told you to hush. You're scaring them. Suddenly, the lights went out again, and there was a loud crash from where Red had been standing. Two large red eyes seemed to light up out of the darkness, and there was a growl. The lights came back on, and a grim scene lay before them. Red was gone. Where she had been standing, there was a thick and gooey red puddle. Oh no! The beast is real! And it got Miss Red! Right? 
Christian. I want her. I want all of you. Now the beast will get us all. We're all doomed. Doomed. Zoinks. I've had enough of this. I'm getting out of here. Bruh. Rachel. The pair tried to run for the door, but were grabbed by their collars by an impatient Valeria. Oh no, you two aren't going anywhere. We need to split up and look for clues. We're going to figure out what's going on here. Oh no, I was afraid you were going to say that. You're all fools. I need to use the bathroom before we all die. The grumpy cook marched out of the kitchen in a huff and towards the back. She sure doesn't seem too upset about her boss. She has also been the most vocal proponent of this alleged beast. I agree. There's something about her I don't like. Before anyone could speak again, the cook came storming out of the back, clearly angrier than before. She said nothing as she walked past the group and then out into the rain and darkness. Well, that's interesting. Here's our chance, Ken. Eugenie, Modus, and myself will search for clues out here and in the back. Stein and Jesse, you search the kitchen. Are you kidding? That would normally be a dream, but not with that crazy cook and a murderous beast running around. Would you two do it for a Nuka-Cola Quantum? Stein and Jesse's eyes seemed to go wide with excitement as the ice cold bottle of Nuka-Cola Quantum was offered to each of them. Okay! If we're gonna die, Jesse, old pal, it'll be on a cold Quantum. Down the hatch. Down the hatch. The two drank their Quantums and laughed nervously as they entered the kitchen to search for clues. Alright, let's look around. There has to be something here to help us solve this mystery. Let's check the blood where Red was. The trio walked over to the red puddle on the ground, where their eponymous host had been previously standing. Modus seemed to notice something. This seems to be an odd consistency for blood. We suspect deception. Valeria knelt down and reached out with her finger, taking some of the so-called blood and tasting it. Ew, Val! No, Modus is right. This isn't blood. It's ketchup. Eugenie noticed a silvery glint from the puddle as Valeria spoke. Val, what's that in the ketchup? It's a key. It must have been on red when she disappeared. Curious. Meanwhile, in the kitchen, Stein and Jesse were taking a break from gathering clues and instead were gathering ingredients. You know, Jesse, beast or not, I am starving. This is gonna be one heck of a stir fry. Yeah, starving for stir fry. <laughs> All right, buddy, old pal. What do we got? Cram? Cram? Yes. Devil breaks. The perfect protein. Ramsey Rag snack break. To sweeten the deal. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery meat? Mystery meat? Where did you get that? Stein took the jar from Jesse and examined it carefully. It was filled with a red ground meat of strange texture and was labeled appropriately, mystery meat. In fact, there was an entire shelf of mystery meat jars next to the shelf of sausages from the special. Get out of my kitchen! <laughs> the pair turned around to see the cook, dripping wet and standing next to the open back door. We're sorry, Miss Cook. Really? What were you doing out in the rain? The bathroom was locked. I had to go by a tree. 
get out of my kitchen and put that meat down. As the cook approached the terrified pair, the lights went out again. There was a loud crash and the cook cried out in the dark. Oh God, the pain! The lights came back on and the cook was gone. The back door was still swinging open in the rain. Stein and Jesse screamed and ran back into the dining room. The two friends came running into the dining room in a panic. Valeria, Eugenie, and Modus looked at them with a concern as they did. You two look like you've seen a ghost. What happened? The lights went out again. You rock! You rock! All right, you two, settle down and tell us what happened in that kitchen. Stein, what's that jar you're holding? It's a jar of mystery meats. We found on a shelf near the sausages. The cook found us and tried to kill us. But then the beast got her. The cook? We never saw her come back inside. Yeah, she said the bathroom door was locked and she had to go outside. She came in through the back door. Then the lights went out and she screamed, Oh God, the pain! Then the, she was gone. <laughs> Dinner for the beast. Stein. The meat was on a shelf. Near the sausages? Well, yeah. The cook seemed really mad about it. Valeria, we believe we may have solved this little mystery. Before Mothers could say another word, the lights went out again. The group gasped as large red eyes lit up in the dark, followed by a growl. The lights came back on, and in front of them stood a monster. It was easily ten feet tall, with scaly skin and large claw hands. Its jaw was filled with pointy teeth and horns jutted from its head. As it the beast! The group ran for the back as the monstrous beast gave chase. It roared angrily, following them to the back of the diner, and the group realized they were cornered. Oh man, why didn't we go through the back door in the kitchen? Rah, why didn't we? The beast roared again and lunged for the group, just as the bathroom door quickly opened, slamming into the creature's face and knocking it to the ground. Whoa! What are you all doing back here? Did you all eat the special too? <gasps> What's that? The beast on the ground was clearly exposed for what it was. Broken stilts and extensions stuck out through parts in the costume, and a soft human groom came muffled from within. All right, gang, let's see who this beast really is. Miss Red! I should have known. All right, nobody move. Everyone gasped as the cook came limping back into the building with the local sheriff in tow. But wait, I thought you got eaten. No, I stubbed my toe in the dark and went to go find an ice pack. That's when I ran into the sheriff and brought him here to deal with the beast. She told me all about the trouble you were having, but it looks like there's more to this than a simple monster. But why did Miss Rhett do all this? That's what I'd like to know too, before I go making any arrests, that is. Allow us to explain. Stein and Jesse found the mystery meat next to a shelf of sausages. The same sausages from the special. They were not being held at a safe temperature. I was cranky because the fridge broke, and she told me to toss the sausages. They were too expensive. That's why I had to use the bathroom so bad. Hey! I tried to warn you not to eat it. Don't cry to me. Red knew the 
gentleman was sick from the special sausages. So she was going to use the key to get in the bathroom and convince him not to tell anyone. Unfortunately, she dropped the key and needed to maintain the beast legend to try and scare us away. And I would have gotten away with it too, if it weren't for you meddling enclave and your heavy gunner. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, why was the cook so mad about the mystery meat? Oh, I'm a cannibal. That's my personal stash. I make it from salt and raiders who stiff us on the bill. Dashy, <laughs> dashy brain! Hi everyone, I'm Chris Smith. You might know me as the voice of Sergeant Blaine, Graham, Ares, Vinny, and many others on the Modus Files. I'd like to thank you all for listening to our Halloween episode of the Modus Files, even if it was a little late this year. I'd be remiss in not mentioning that I wrote this episode and did most of the editing, with the help of Chrissy Williams and, of course, Lawrence, our wonderful operative and creator of this fantastic program. And a very special thank you to Pandora Beatrix for our theme song for this episode. And of course, our wonderful, wonderful team of voice actors. Starring Pandora Beatrix as Valeria, Firewriter as Eugenie, Brad Williams as Modus, XO1 King as Stein, Daniel Hawthorne as Shadow, and of course, Lawrence McNamara as the operative, and myself as Jesse Blaine. Thank you again, and as always, God bless the USA, and God bless the Enclave.